0: All right, finally, um, welcome to the very first episode of Weeb the People.
1: That's us and you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> guys. Um, this is about our. I think we did a, we did at least a dozen checks. We were fixing we We're
1: we we're having Understood. some
0: audio um, audio issues. So, <laughs> but we finally figured it out. So, welcome to the very first episode. Uh, I am your host. Uh, my name is Jay. Now, uh, let me introduce you to my co-host over here,
1: sitting to the to my right, your left. Go ahead. Introduce yourself, Inverted buddy. Inverted controls are not my specialty. I am Robert, also known as Cars and Cosplay. Yeah. As you can tell by
0: Cars and Oh, dude. Shit. We got to... <laughs> like, when when we get better at this, we're going to have to, like, actually put your Instagram handle on the screen.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to have to... Oh, yeah. We'll have to... Yeah. Overlays. We're going to do overlays. Yeah, going gonna, gonna to... Listen, like we're going to have play some play. cool shit in the future. Yeah. We're, we've dialed in a lot already just at the beginning,
0: so just... It's going to be dope. Well, if it wasn't already obvious enough by the name, uh... I think anime. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be by anime mostly. It's gonna be mostly by anime. Uh, We might talk about some other things too, like baking.
1: Yeah, I mean tang- tangential <laughs> topics. There's animes about all kinds of things now. There's powerlifting anime and cooking anime and no, there's no powerlifting anime. anime yet. Okay, so I don't know anything about weightlifting. There's Does a, look a like
0: there's, there's there's a there's a lifting anime. There we go. Whatever. Um, I, how heavy are the dumbbells you lift?
1: Yeah, there, so that's what I meant. All right, yeah. let's
0: go with that. Yeah, so there is a lifting anime. No powerlifting anime yet. I don't know. It's power to me. <laughs> I guess.
1: Wait a minute. There's a Lamillion. power. Oh. No, that's not. Is that Lamillion?
0: Yeah, it's been how, a long time since because you sounded like it. Arnold, not I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not how that's not I how like. I'm Lamillion. Oh, that's a good Arnold. That's actually a good Arnold. Now, now can so, you say? I go uh, to my kiddo academia. Yeah, can you say get to the chopper now? Get to
1: the chopper now! All right, all right. Back.
0: Yeah, back that's, to great, that's like that's a great back Dude, Robert does not lift. He actually has a sticker on the car that says, We don't lift. Although you a told me, term. Yeah, you, you, you actually told me that it doesn't have anything to do <laughs> Double with weight lifting. Um, it actually has something to do with the lift of the car. The right? throttle. Like,
1: Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it had something to do with like off the ground. I mean, you don't want lift on that either. Oh, okay. But no, you don't lift off the throttle. In other words, you're just full-sanded yeah. everything, floor it and go. Shit.
0: Well, despite the fact that he doesn't really lift, that was a very good good Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: impression, I must say. Instead of spending time lifting, I spend time doing Arnold impressions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not (laughs) really. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I guess you could idolize Arnold Schwarzenegger without having to lift at all. I mean, he was a decent action movie
1: superhero. T2, baby? Dun, 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 dun.
0: Oh shit, okay, see, we already got on the tangent.
1: Welcome to the podcast, guys. Guys,
0: uh, if it wasn't already obvious, the, the show is going to about anime. It's going to be it's it's going to be all about anime. How I actually, how I actually, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place was because uh, I was listening to another podcast. Uh, it's it's called The Powercast by uh, Mark Bell. That one is actually about powerlifting, although they don't talk about anime. They might talk about the Dragon Ball Z every now and then, but that's about the extent of it. Uh, and on one of the episodes. Um, Mark Bell was discussing how how he came up with the invention the slingshot which is what what really uh helped well he was a breakout name in powerlifting already but the slingshot was the invention that kind of made him uh go mainstream mm-hmm. uh and when they were talking about how how he how he got the idea for creating the slingshot he basically said well you know I got injured as a bench presser a lot and There wasn't anything out there on the market that would allow me to work around the injuries uh, while I was injured and I couldn't bench press. So he created the slingshot, which allowed him to do exactly just that. So he was like, well, I looked at the market. There wasn't anything that was fulfilling um, the need that I had uh, as a consumer. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to design my own product. And I thought to myself, well, okay. there's not really a podcast dedicated to stuff that I, I really like to talk about, which is anime. And a whole bunch of other stuff like fitness, nutrition, uh, and like dating, like relationships, intersexual dynamics, that kind of stuff. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna fucking create one myself. And so now here we are. The overarching narrative is going to be about anime, but we're also gonna be talking about a lot of different things, which we'll get into um, uh, as we get further into the episode. Uh, but the show is basically going to be broken down into three segments, right? Uh, the first segment is gonna be. Annie Mondays. How do you like that name? It's clever. Yeah. It's punny. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, Yuri. I It did not take me too long to come up with that one. <laughs> uh, but any Mondays is basically uh, I, I'm, I'm anime sure. on Monday. Yeah.
1: So what anime comes out on Monday? I don't usually follow. I think the a schedule. lot of them
0: actually come out on Mondays.
1: I, I'm, yeah. I I don't know. I never keep track. I never yeah. keep up on things like as they come out. Yeah, you know how like in uh,
0: back in the early 2000s you had like Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. So every Saturday, you'd always be waiting in front of the TV for like yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. Power Rangers, bro. Yeah.
1: No, was Power that Power Rangers? The morning? I don't I, remember. I was like five, ten years old. I in was the watching 90s. Power Rangers on the full. Oh, I just gave so. away my age. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the first segment is basically going to be talking about and reviewing, uh, critiquing uh, either past, present, uh, or future shows uh, that's going to be coming out. And we're going to discuss all the cool stuff about it, like, you know, the plot, the characters. Uh, But the main, my main goal with the days segment is to basically uh, get people a little bit more involved in the industry.
1: Yeah, industry is going to be a big part of this. So we're going to be going over not just the anime itself, but the back end of the anime. What's Mm -hmm. the publishers of the manga? What are the authors? Who are the directors, writers, composers? Mm -hmm. Who are the studios producing these? Who are some of the artists like to going into the background of this and get the mitty gritty? Because uh, it's an important part of the vetting process mm-hmm. because there's a kajillion anime. You're no, no matter how much of a neat you are, you ain't going to mm-hmm. watch them all. Yeah. So yeah. we need a way to dial that down and yeah. learning these little intricacies helps you do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. dude. Because it's like, even I was thinking, even if I had all the time in the world to watch anime at, at the minimum, every single season, there's at least two to three dozen titles that come out every Mm -hmm. single fucking season
1: and that's just what we see like on the mainstream crunchyroll exactly exactly
0: um not any like not any of like the french stuff that comes out too uh and there's only so much time you have you're going to be able to spend to watch these new series uh because you know we have responsibilities outside of
1: being weebs right like eating so that you continue being a weeb for slightly longer and
0: working so you can pay for the crunchyroll subscriptions you pay for Crunchyroll.
1: Whoa! <laughs> I'm kidding. I pay for my Crunchyroll.
0: Pay for my Crunchyroll. <laughs> like you, joke. Like how did you manage that? How do you get a free? Crunchy no, roll? but somebody did hack my account from France yeah. once. Oh no, dude! You know what? I think people used to finesse. There used to be a way to finesse Crunchyroll because I think they had the guest passes. The guest yeah. passes. Yeah, exactly. Like two-day guest passes, mm-hmm. and people would just be sharing the damn guest pass. Yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing, but it I was, don't know. You know. I never shared my guest passes. It was one way the to finesse friends. Crunchyroll, but um. But yeah, like there's, there's, there's only so much time that you could spend watching uh, anime. As much as we like anime, we've got responsibilities outside of being weebs, right? We've got work right, to pay for the Crunchyroll subscriptions, like we said. Uh, we, like some of us have relationships, right? Significant others. Some of us might have kids. you know. And, and despite what people think, weebs actually do have a social life.
1: Yeah, I mean we wouldn't have cosplay conventions and all these weekend events. I mean, especially here in the local area, there's we- events almost every weekend. And if weebs weren't social creatures as antisocial as weebs tend to be with their social anxieties, um, they wouldn't exist.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think people tend to forget that weebs are people too. That sucks. Yeah. We're also being people, people guys. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like uh, like my buddy Robert was talking about, uh, we want to give you guys a vetting criteria so that you can sift through all of these different titles that come out every single season because there's there's a lot that comes out. Uh, and what I've noticed, even with really staunch anime uh, fans, is that they have a very surface level uh, understanding uh, of, of the industry, mm-hmm. right? They know the titles that they want to watch, yeah. right? They know the characters, they know the plots, but I'll I'll come up to somebody like, hey, do you know the manga who wrote this work? Like the new the new like the the, the new kid in the block, right? The hot new kid cl- kid in the block, uh, Jujutsu Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, right? JJK. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people aren't gonna know that one. That was a manga prior to becoming animated, and it's been a manga for quite a while.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh huh. Nice. And probably not many people are going to know who the author is. What, what magazine uh, was
1: published? I would say then? with this one, they definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't know, they probably wouldn't know what magazine. Mm-hmm. I think the only magazine most weebs know is Shonen Jump. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say this one, I think most people, not most, but a lot of the weebs do know there's a manga for this one because mm-hmm. there's plenty of people who got, it got so much hype for the yes. anime that people went like, I need more. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the few I think that people did go and dive into the manga for, but a lot, I think your point stands for a lot of the other anime where it's yeah. like, Source material, what's source yeah, material? Yeah, like what's source material, right? Yeah,
0: everybody always asks, What's the sauce?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but then <laughs> they say it ironically, but then it's like, Wait a minute, no, no, it's, what yeah. is it though? What, yeah, is it Alfredo? <laughs> Marinara? <laughs> I don't, is it meat I garlic? am actually I don't a big know. fan
0: of pesto, man. I love pesto, pesto. it's because it's of all the oil. It's, it. it's
1: okay, but Alfredo's my go to, yeah.
0: Alfredo's good if done correctly, but you know, yeah, but you know why it's like the fattiest sauce. But yeah, dude, you're you're gonna have... Here, here's the thing. The way that I look at it is here in the West, right? We're, we're really big on movies and entertainment here. If a new movie comes out, like, I'm a big Chris Pratt fan. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think he's handsome. I think he's charming. I think he's very funny. And I have not seen a single Chris Pratt show or movie that I've disliked, right? I haven't seen him in anything that I've disliked. So if Chris Pratt comes out with a film, I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna check that out,
1: right? So... Knowing the actor is part of the vetting, like, my vetting process. Uh, yeah, that's a big one. And I think a lot of you probably do this already. Maybe some of you don't even realize it. Where, just like you said, like, oh, here's – it, I don't know anything about this movie, but I know I like that actor, so I'm going to go check it out. And it's the same thing with anime. Um, you look uh, – voice actors, Steve Bloom, we all know. As soon as I see his name in something, I'm like, yep. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same thing goes not just with actors, but directors, Right. Uh, and composers so if i see like shinichiro watanabe and yoko kano uh, dude the name yeah, yeah i know it's going to be a masterpiece yeah. i'm going to watch it it doesn't yeah. matter it's going to be yeah. good
0: uh, yeah. if you guys are familiar with the final fantasy series which i'm sure a lot of you guys are uematsu right he's one of the top comp- composers in the industry like he made he yeah. made the name for himself within the video game industry by composing for square um and square enix when they merged right so it's like these are these are things that we want to educate the you know the broad fan base about so that not only are they are they going to be able to involve themselves into more of the the anime culture, but they're also going to be able to like like we said right you're gonna have you're gonna have a way to vet new series that comes out right because for example um, one of my favorite production studios is Madhouse every every single time Madhouse underrated show
1: really I I mean just I think in recent times underrated because there's so much attention now on like Mappa especially. Mm-hmm. I barely ever hear anybody say anything about like Madhouse or Bones, dude. And what the? I fuck? know, right? What the fuck? This is just me. This is just me. Right, what okay, about you guys tell me, right? All right so, uh,
0: Madhouse and Bones uh, have are, are top tier production studios in Japan, man. Some of the best animated, uh, like some of some of the some of the best works that have transitioned into anime were produced by Madhouse. So if, if if I if I look at the the, the, the oncoming uh, series for the next season, right, mm. and I see okay, Madhouse produced this, bro, like um, it's gonna be on my list because you know that it's probably gonna be a big budget type mm. of show, right? If they're gonna get they're gonna get at least twelve episodes and possibly two. Uh, have you seen Overlord?
1: Oh hell yeah, Dude, seen Overlord, Overlord guys. bro. Hell yeah, bro. So so <laughs> it's like
0: one of those isekais that it's a lot like other isekais, but just the animation of it. And the battle scenes is so it's it's so it's so aesthetically pleasing to watch that even if the plot doesn't really get too too deep, it's still it's still a pleasure to watch it, right? And that's by Madhouse, so it's like if I see something coming up in the next season and Madhouse is producing it, that's gonna go on my list, man.
1: Yeah, I mean for me, Kyoto Animation, I know I'm gonna, I'm any? gonna mm-hmm. get my yeah I'm gonna get my heart broken. I'm in for it. I'm there for it. So like. Uh violet evergarden of course sold me on that and then everything else i've seen pop mm. out of there i'm still behind on so many things but mm. i'm just like yeah i'm gonna cry when mm. i see this yeah. even if it's not just from the emotional investment mm-hmm. it just the stunning s- visuals yes their sunsets and sunrise colors are always just like mm, that color palette yeah yeah so but yeah. yeah vetting that process there's so many different criteria and metrics you can use to narrow dude, down. how
0: about authors man let's talk about the authors
1: authors dude authors do not get Enough credit Not because enough most we don't get their flowers, bro. Because most weaves are casuals, filthy cowards <laughs> that just watch anime. No <laughs> well, I'm kidding, I've ever read a lot there's of there's manga. Nothing, there's, nothing.
0: there's nothing wrong about being uh, like a casual viewer, right? Yeah, but you're gonna gravitate towards. Like your favorite shows, and I think it would be smart. Like if you're if you're a casual viewer and you're a really big fairy tale fan, you're gonna want to know who the author is, who the illustrator is, so that you can follow their works, right? It's the same thing with a lot of things in the entertainment and pop culture industry, right? For movies, for television shows, for music, right?
1: Yeah, you, you ha- music I think is an especially good one because mm-hmm. when you hear a band. You're like, oh, I love this band. But yeah. if you don't like learn who the members of the band are, mm-hmm. you don't realize, oh, they have this other project. Oh, they're yeah. in this other band precisely. that sounds even better. Precisely. So when you learn that thing and you have those components and tools to work with, you know mm-hmm. that you could look for that name and see what it's attached to and be like, oh, I'm probably going to like this yeah. because I like the way this person writes or yes. whatever.
0: Yes, precisely. Uh, and I think especially if, if anything, uh, you, guys, you guys really would get a lot of benefit from knowing the author. Uh, of this original source material that the anime is being adapted from, uh, because a lot of a lot of the, the big favorites, the same authors are creating or are, are writing them out, right? Like for for example, uh, T- Togashi is one. is probably he's my my second most favorite uh, mangaka of all time, and he authored uh, and and illustrated Yu Yu Hakusho and uh, Hunter Hunter, and Hunter Hunter is my favorite shonen series of all time, and. And Togashi is probably considered one of the best authors in Japan, not just in terms of like sheer volume, uh, like volume sales number of sales, volume, yeah. right? In the manga, in merchandise, in eyes on the screen, uh, when it comes to viewership, uh, he's also considered one of the best writers in in the industry.
1: And boy, does he write! If yeah, any dude. of y'all are caught up on Hunter Hunter, it's mm-hmm. like a light novel, yeah, <laughs> but brilliant. it's brilliant. Yeah. That's the key.
0: Yes. You know what the most common complaint that I get is from people who watch Hunter x Hunter?
1: Too much exposition? It's too much fucking exposition. Well, yeah, maybe they need to go watch Michael Bay yeah. films.
0: <laughs>
1: Ooh, explosions, pretty. Ooh. We'll see it like that's, that's a good point, right? And if there's nothing you... wrong with that, by the way. And if for superficial reasons And you just like Good visuals and explosions That's cool too Yeah exactly So even if we're Josh and all you're Screwing around It's all valid bro And even
0: if you're not Somebody who 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 enjoys Like exposition like that Well maybe you avoid Togashi as a Like as an author And you don't really Follow any of his work But I mean I'm biased towards Togashi So I think you're Missing out If you If you pass on his work But um You know if If you look at the Hunter Hunter manga The guy's panels Are filled with text but he doesn't—he doesn't just word vomit uh, just for the hell of it. Like, the reason why he has to write out so much is because he's—he's he's giving you—he's giving you as much detail as possible about the plot and the characters. Uh, and at least for him, I think Togashi does it effectively. Because some some authors will word vomit, and then you're like, I just don't want to get through it.
1: Yeah, I, the content matters. Uh, Precisely. Just having a lot of content isn't the same thing as having a lot of good content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. What are the characters discussing? What is the dialogue? Why is that text box so long? If it's something that's relevant, like "yo," they're just dropping bomb after bomb. Then mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna read through it. But yeah. if it's just like "yo," this character's just ranting, and I really don't care. You're just yeah. gonna look at the pictures and start flipping through, and you're gonna lose yeah. interest. Over you know, how,
0: like some some authors, they'll spend so they'll spend so much time just describing the background. Like that's I could understand if you want to pass through that. But when Tagashi word vomits, he's describing something extremely important about the character or the plot or something about the interaction that you want to pay attention to.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and it's going to tie into something later or it's going to give you information that's completely relevant to what's going on. And A lot of them are, he's not unique in that aspect. He's just yeah. fantastic at it. He's a good yeah. example of it. But that's an example of what you might look for when you're vetting. Yeah. Like, hey, what's the writing and exposition like? Can I expect it to be relevant or am yes. I just going to have superfluous content? And yeah. Just kind of just skip through, like filler content or yeah, precisely. Anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... And, and it's funny because my favorite mangaka of all time is uh, Mitsuru Adachi-sensei and he's the complete opposite. He's the complete opposite. What Togashi, what Togashi does well because he's like a wordsmith,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Adachi... I've heard somebody describe Adachi-sensei as somebody who's good with economy of emotion. Like, he doesn't That's have... He doesn't have... His characters don't have to say much to tell a lot. Right, they can speak very little, mm. but tell you so much. Yes, right from how they look at each other, like it's body language, like a touch, a look, something along those lines. And and it's like he's he's really good at communicating the human condition, and he's really good at communicating relationships between people without having to say much. Mm. And that's what really helped me gravitate towards his work. So he's complete opposite of of um, of Tagashi, yeah. right? He's economy of emotion, the 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 less words the better
1: yeah um, similar vein uh, Kentaro Um unfortunately has passed as can you remind many me of, of you know uh, I am certainly going to remind you right yeah. now uh, berserk oh yes so a yes, lot yes, of okay. the emotion I never and concept, got into berserk so yeah. well I, yeah. I'm gonna make you <laughs> I'm gonna make you too all of you and you and you you no don't hide from me you too wow that was cringe but uh yeah a lot of it is his he's known for his art it's impeccable. I I'm, don't think I've seen better art in manga, at least on a consistent level. Like, There's manga where I see like a frame that's really good, but Kentaro's art through and through every frame is incredible, mm-hmm. and it conveys so much. So even without dialogue, you could be like, wow, this character is hurting emotionally. Yes. Wow, this character is going through it right now, mm-hmm. because it could show so much expression, and so he doesn't need a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of variety in what you sort through, what you choose, but knowing the writing style and who wrote it, who's doing the authorship, who's doing the illustrations, is going to help you narrow that down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like if you guys are big fans of uh, Death Note, uh, I guarantee you not a lot of people know that that was a duo that created that series. Yeah.
1: It's actually often – duos is very common. Different author, different illustrator. Yeah, that's very common. Mm
0: -hmm. It's it's, it's crazy because uh, they actually have another work called Bakuman and
1: i i think it tells
0: i'm not i'm not exactly sure of their history but i think they they wrote bakuman to tell their story because bakuman is about a duo one's a writer one's an illustrator and how they combine forces to get into jump
1: yeah i think it's a become the
0: top title in jump the top author and illustrator in shonen jump
1: yeah i don't think it's about them specifically so much as the industry as a generalization yeah um because it's and I really like that in anime, too, when they convey things about real life. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was a New Game Plus I saw. And um, There's a show
0: called New Game Plus.
1: that's it's not an isekai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This girl graduates from college, and she goes into uh, game engineering and she's like doing software development and coding and it's a lot of the same stuff that real life people do. It doesn't mm-hmm. glamorize, like it glamorizes somewhat, but there's parts where it's like, oh wow, I have to sleep in the office because I've been at this for 14 hours Dude. and the deadline's tomorrow. Yeah. So it shows like the ugly, realistic side of things, the yes. code failing and things not going right. And I love when that realism is put yeah. into things like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think Bakuman was so great because it, it really illuminated exactly just how difficult it is to not only get into Shonen Jump, but to maintain a top position. Know, because like people in, in the show spoilers uh, both both the writer and the illustrator go through a really difficult time. There, there are multiple times when they're knocked off the top 10 list mm-hmm. and jump and you would you would not believe exactly uh, how much mangakas struggle in Japan because the, the top guy gets paid big money. And just because you're in the top ten, you think, "Oh, this guy's in the top ten. He's probably also making a decent decent living." Mm-hmm. If you're not top one, two, or three, like you're not making any money. You're getting you're getting eyeballs on you, but you're not making any yeah, money.
1: I, it's very similar to the music scene in here, in the U.S. Yeah. yeah, where the top artists you hear on the radio are making bank, but every other artist, even if you see them have a million views on Spotify, mm-hmm. they're probably making chunk change. Yeah, they're
0: making chunk change.
1: They might get by, and that's about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I really love about Bakuman because it really illuminated ex- illuminated exactly what these people go through. I really suggest it because then I really suggest you watch it if you have not seen the series because it really does show you uh, it gets you involved within the industry. Yeah. Right? And and that's what that's I, I would say that that was one of the shows that really made me want to find out more about the industry as a whole because I'm like, yo, these guys these guys are these guys are putting in not just uh, they're not doing it just for a quick buck like these guys are actually doing it because they love it and a lot of these guys even though they're not making any money they're doing it because just how like how profoundly they they have an attachment to the, for the sake of art exactly art for the sake of art that's why it gets me really upset and here's the thing here's another thing here's one of the biggest reasons why i really want to you know involve you guys a little bit more in the industry is because a lot of people i'm sure you've gotten it before where if, if you're a little
1: bit older, like we are, like I'm thirty, I'm thirty-one. Probably. I gave my age around earlier when I was said I was ten in the '90s. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I was also ten. Was no, the, I was. It was, was at the was, end of the '90s. Me, I was ten so. in 2000. Yeah, it's
1: so. a little bit off. <laughs> I
0: can't claim it, uh, but I'm sure if you're a little bit older, uh, you'll have people come up to you and they're like, "Yo, why are you watching that? It's just a cartoon." Or like, "Why are you so serious about it? It's just a cartoon." When people in the West call it just a cartoon, I'm like, "Bro, it's." Different mediums, (laughs) number one. Uh, But it really irks me because that's like, that's like going up to a painter who does like abstract art and telling that person, like, why are you so serious about why are you so serious about this? Why are you? Why do you have a career about this? You just you're splashing color onto a canvas. Okay, but some people do just splash color on a canvas. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. They call it abstract
1: art. But
0: no. but you get Not my that. you get my point though, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like absolutely. when somebody comes up to you and says so like, "Why are you taking this so seriously?" It's just a cartoon. It, it's like if if you actually if you read it, right? If you read the source material,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, authors like Tagachi, auth- authors like Adachi, and Togashi These guys are extremely profound writers, and that's why their work resonates with so many people. We were talking about Adachi the other day, right? If you look, if you look at the rankings in um, in Jump of their best selling their best selling titles of all time, every single title is a shonen title, right? It's a battle manga. It's a battle manga that's turned been adapted to a battle anime, just like
1: how Michael Bay hits. Yes.
0: Right? It's like it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's a coming of age adventure story, right? It's a, it's the it's the hero's journey story, mm. right? That's what dominates the, hero's the top of jungle, formula, yeah. Right. We're talking about uh, One Piece, right? One Piece has dominated that number one spot for a long time. I don't think anybody's catching one piece.
1: Not anytime soon. Uh,
0: Naruto, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Uh, who else is on who else is on top of that? I have Bleach, I think Bleach is on top of it. Is it still it. up there? Bleach fairy tale, yes. I think Bleach is at least Bleach is in the top ten. But who's got the number ten spot? it's a dachi mitsuru it's a dachi mitsuru with touch and and touch is a very mature like it's it's about high schoolers but it deals with very mature themes adachi as a writer he always deals in very mature themes it's a coming of age story at at its foundation but he he deals with his characters always deal with some kind of tragedy whether it's death um a loss of a it, it, it might be like a loss of a family member like a loss of your high school sweetheart your middle school sweetheart uh And his character is always having to battle with authority as they're also having to deal with all of the bullshit that a regular junior high, high school student has to go through when they're entering that age, right? I think everybody knows, remembers when they were in high school and they think the world was ending. So all of that is compounded by the fact that they're also having to deal with a death in the family, a death of a loved one, uh, dealing with like, you know, there's a conflict with authority in the school, Mm. something along those lines. And then not only that, Adachi is well-known for creating um he's uh, people think of adachi as a as a sports mangaka but sports always just forms the background of his work uh it's his work all it, it's a, a at its base like the background is sports but it's a coming of age story and he likes to put his characters in a baseball scenario um, i think it's pretty obvious that anybody knows his work adachi is a very big fan of baseball and his characters always play baseball so not only is he dealing with all that oh well, not only is his characters dealing with all that stuff now you put that character into a sports environment. Well, now I have to worry about practice too, right? I have to worry about being the leader for my team. Mm. I have to worry about uh, getting to the, the koshien, which is a big deal in Japan. It's like the high school uh, high baseball school championships. High school is a big deal in
1: Japan. Yeah. Yeah, so it, high school yeah, baseball. It really goes through the, the, the dynamics of youth. It's not mm-hmm. just a, here's the one topic we're going to focus on. Uh, and I think speaking of focusing on topics, yeah. we're going to hit an intermission and- all right guys we're back well almost back Ah. see the real truth of that intermission is this oh yes (laughs) i needed chalky milk there's actually vodka in there well, no, I would never put vodka in milk. I would, yeah. I would never do that. Not even, is it today, April 1st? No, it's the second. I would Not even on April 1st would I do that. Yeah.
0: But no, what, the point that I was trying to make with Adachi is that uh, despite the fact that the top spots in Jump are don- dominated by Battle Shonen, mm. you've got somebody who's dealing with extremely, extremely mature themes with, that usually go over people's heads. Uh, and he's that number 10 spot, dude. He's broken over 100 million, cop- uh, 100 million sales. And, jump. That's a and, and, and that's a, that says a lot about the quality of his writing it, it says that not only that not only does it resonate with a lot of people um it's probably be it it resonates with a lot of people probably because it speaks a lot to the human condition and so like people can fuck like you, you fuck with it right mm. you know when 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 you're watching something and you're like you that really hit me in the feels like that's a dachi
1: Yeah, and you said 100 million? 100 million. So put that in perspective. Top 10 is 100 million. To put that in perspective, that's almost a third of the US. I think Japan's population is roughly 130 million. So that's enough sales to almost one per (laughs) population. Yeah, one per, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's not how the sales are counted. But just to put that in perspective of how many that is, that's impressive for any mangaka.
0: And uh, I want to tell you guys this, too. I'm going to give Adachi more of his flowers because he fucking deserves it. Uh, A lot of the top 10 mangas were either developed in the early 2000s, written in the early 2000s, or now. So that's when anime and manga become a lot more mainstream. Touch was written back in the 80s. I think Touch was
1: in the late 80s. Yeah, which means most of those sales either accumulated in post where his story remained relevant Mm -hmm. or they were so popular that pre-internet, they sold that many in a small population. Yeah,
0: Yeah, dude. I I remember one writer uh, talking about Adachi And he said that even now, I think this was like mid, maybe this was like in 2016 or so, and he was talking about Adachi. He said that even now, uh, everybody knows the character of uh, Kazuya and Tatsuya in Japan. That's how much of an impression that series uh, left on people. It's like, you'll still find the merchandise from those two characters in Japan now. And it's been like, 30 years. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, that's wild. And yeah. uh, that's actually an interesting topic too is the difference between the east and the west. Mm. Uh, because a lot of people I remember would complain that an anime didn't get a second season or something. And in the US it was super popular. Yeah. And then but in Japan it was a it was a bust. Yep. No one cared. And Japan goes off Japan's market. They're not worried about the US market. Yeah. Because we're a much, even though like now it's gotten more mainstream and there's a lot more sales out here, it still pales in comparison to what the market is in Japan. Yeah. So their priority is their market, the market that they're going to get the most sales in. So mm-hmm. then when it's like, "Oh, it's not it's doing so well here." That's from your perspective. Yes. It's often not mm-hmm. the accurate answer. Yeah. So it might learning- not be congruent. the the
0: popularity might not be congruent uh, with with Japan. Yeah,
1: which also explains why some anime are still around today that people are like, oh, I don't even watch that. I don't know anybody that Mm -hmm. watches that. Why is it so big? Like, a Case Closed. Yeah, look at Case Closed, bro. I know like three people that watch. I love Case Closed. But it's got over a thousand episodes now.
0: Over a thousand, I think over a thousand chapters in the manga too. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: like, it's going for a reason. It's not just one market sustaining anything. It's certainly one of
0: the longest running series. I think, um, Hajime no Ippo is also one. That's been
1: going a long time, yeah. Uh, there's another one. There's a really old
0: one that's been Go on. going on for a long time. There is. Oh, there's One Piece, of course. I mean, I mean Berserk
1: <laughs> was going since the late 80s, but it was very slow going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're going time-wise, it was going for like 30 years.
0: Yeah. And see, that's another thing, right? It's like if you guys know the studio that's producing it, like, for example, if Madhouse is producing a series, you're, you're probably going to be confident that it's going to get at least at least one or two especially the response here in the west and the response uh to the anime is positive in general it's definitely going to get a, a second season because madhouse is a big budget studio
1: big budgets are nice mm-hmm. budgets
0: yeah exactly so that's basically going to uh that's going to be
1: the gist of well, i say gist but i didn't say jizz he did now he said, said gist. gist okay well, he said just first but then he did say yeah. jizz. But
0: that's basically going to be the gist of the Anime Monday segment uh, of our podcast. Uh, and we're going to have... Uh, I- I'm planning to have three in total. Robert is going to be the mainstay co-host for the first segment. The second segment is going to be a Waifu Wednesday uh, segment, right? That one I'm going to be doing with my wife, Kelsey. She's actually oh. behind the camera right now playing, uh, uh, playing the game on the get, Switch.
1: I, saw this. I guess I got that one wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really get it wrong. Well, well,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if, if again, if it wasn't self explanatory, we're, we're going to review some of the most popular and favorite uh, romantic comedies and romance series of all time. Uh, and it's not just going to be isolated to that. We're probably going to review just anime couples in general. Or we're going to review the relationship, how they met, uh, how the courtship was, right? The courtship. The guy, the guy right. just
1: got a harem. Uh-huh. Like, that. By the guy
0: and a girl i i actually i have a very good theory why guys are able to form harems in anime because despite in the script despite
1: no i actually have a <laughs> see this is all right you is, guys bad. are gonna have to stay tuned this for is, the other this, segment yeah, this is why i wanna we can't give it away here uh
0: i i am gonna I, I am gonna leave you guys with this the reason why those guys you might think like yo how is this guy getting all these girls it's it's social proof you can look up what social proof is um, when it comes to dating and relationships, and you might get an idea exactly of what I'm talking about. But it's it's gonna it's it's gonna discuss topics like that. We're gonna That's analyze their relationship within the series. Uh, you know how 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 the relationship affects them as individuals. Uh, how it how it, how they progress as a couple. How that relationship bleeds into other aspects of their lives. And then we're gonna try to draw parallels with you know the the fictional anime world with how that relationship would actually turn. Out here in you know irl like in real life right? how is actual your,
1: people like exactly to the same and stimulus. yeah we're
0: gonna in we're gonna analyze like the intersexual you know male female intersexual dynamics between those two um between the couple in the series and see if that's if that relationship is something that can actually survive and thrive here uh we're gonna look at we're gonna look at it through a western lens because, because i'm obviously not US. <laughs> yeah I, i'm not familiar with how relationships are in japan um so we're going to analyze it here um, through through a Western lens. And you know, you know how earlier I kind of alluded, I said that people f- often forget that weebs are also people. I think people also often tend to forget that weebs also want an IRL waifu and husbando. 2D is better than 3D. Right. Um, I mean, I like 2D and 3D, which is why I got married. I just I say that because I'm lovely. But, you know, like we want to, the same way that we want to give people the sauce about the industry and in anime. Mm. Like, I want to give people the sauce uh, about dating, especially dating here in the West. Uh, it's, it's become extremely navigate, I think. And I think people, some people might disagree with me. But I think dating here in the West has become extremely difficult to navigate for both men and women. Uh, because before, you actually had to go up to a girl or a guy. Well, it's uh, traditionally it's the Back guy... Back in who,
1: my day, we mm-hmm. had to go up and knock on the door. And when yes. Papa answered, we had to hope we didn't get shot. Exactly. And hopefully he wasn't home so we exactly. could say hey to the little Missy. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you I know, I know the, like the point is right. the dynamics have changed Correct. significantly. Yeah. As uh, they do through the generations. Yes, when it comes to dating. Here, most interaction is done on screen. Yes. Right? So...
1: The digital age has arrived.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to be honest, from my experience, it it, it was very difficult for me, you know, like, navigating the dating marketplace. So, I can only imagine, like, for normal people, it's difficult dating
1: the marketplace right now.
0: Like imagine how it was for us weebs, bro.
1: Well, let's save that for Waifu Wednesday.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, that's what that segment is going to be. That one I'm going to be doing with my wife, Kelsey uh and we're gonna give you guys a sauce man because i sounds like there's gonna be
1: a lot of sauce so if you like your pasta just smothered in the stuff sounds like that's where it's gonna go Uh,
0: and we're gonna give you yeah we're gonna give you guys uh, a lot of dating advice and how to navigate that dating marketplace properly to put you in a position that you know hopefully you find your irl waifu and husbando. because come on let's face it it's so much better watching anime with your waifu or husbando, and and your and your and your homies of course yeah and the Uh, homies support the homies yeah, and that's, uh, that's going to be the second segment. And then the third and final segment uh, is going to be a, a, a Fitness Fridays. One uh, uh, of the other things? what I'm Gaston Arnold will be here twice yes. a week. Yes. Not really. <laughs> I'm going to have you do voiceovers. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> what have I gotten myself into?
0: Like, if somebody's going to look for a VA and they're like, yo, we need a we need an Arnold voiceover, I'm like, I've got just a guy And you need to
1: come up with guys. a bunch of corny one-liners, like the yeah. old 80s action flicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he only oh, has a lot of them. The, the, the 80s was all about yeah, that. It was all about yeah. that. The cheesy action superior, to, but it was great.
0: Yeah, it was so awesome. Yeah. But uh, so the third segment is going to be Fitness Fridays. We're going to give you guys, uh, I, I think for the most part, that's just going to be me. Uh, I'm going to share with you guys the knowledge that I've accumulated uh, working because, uh, you know, well, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm a powerlifting coach and I've been in the industry for a very long time uh, and I've helped a lot of people uh, get really strong uh, or get really jacked. Uh, and I know that for he he's the one who taught Saitama his program. Actually, that wasn't me. I actually disagree with how Saitama runs his program. I think <laughs> I think he I think he could be better. He could oh. be he could be half punch man instead of one punch man.
1: Well, I think maybe that's I think that's it. You guys had that discussion and you realized, <laughs> well, wow, that's even worse. Yeah, he's I, like I already have no challenge. Let's not go there. Yeah, he's like, bro.
0: Half Punch Man is not going to get views. Let's let's keep it at One Punch Man.
1: And even then, I'm going to be a background character. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of my own show. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know. It's, so the cosplay industry here, and I think you could speak on this uh, a little bit more. The cosplay industry here in Arizona is fairly big.
1: Yeah. It's, the anime
0: scene here is massive in Arizona.
1: Yeah, it's growing. I mean, it's obviously not like some other areas, but it's definitely growing a lot. It's definitely notable, and it's definitely expanding. mm mm-hmm. Significantly, yeah, yeah.
0: Because uh, uh, Robert is actually—he's a—I I would say he's a professional photographer. Uh, he's a film photographer, and that I've one seen is a lot true. Unlike
1: the prof- unlike the audio <laughs> engineer statement, this one is actually true.
0: Uh, and you can actually catch some of his work at Cars and Cosplay, uh, or is it 35 millimeter Charizard? Is your new
1: one? Uh, I try to, but Instagram sucks and doesn't work half the time, so I'm just using Cars yeah. and Cosplay underscores for spaces because mm-hmm. there are others yeah if you but want to check I out some of his work the, maybe i should add the in the carson cosplay maybe i should add that you arrogant bastard hell yeah what <laughs> 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 oh, you think you're hot shit bro you, know, you gotta think you're hot shit to be hot shit <laughs> oh. can't, i can't state this
0: uh no but seriously though no, uh if you guys want to check out his work uh he is a fantastic photographer um Thank and you. the industry here in arizona is fairly big and the cosplay industry uh, in arizona is, is fairly big so i know at least from the people that i've interacted with when when people are serious about their cosplays they want to emulate the character as well as they can and being able to do that means you've got to also emulate the physique right uh and i know that a lot of weebs may not have um not even a surface-level understanding of of proper health and fitness. And so, what I want to do with that segment is be able to give you guys that information in a concise and um, as easy to absorb form as possible. And I want to give you guys things that are actionable, stuff that you could do right now, today, uh, to help you uh, get the physique that you want. So you could, you know, you could cosplay uh, All Might, and you can fill out that that one piece
1: (laughs) and i do want to be clear here because i know there's some people who will misread this Mm. cosplay is for everyone these notes are specifically for the people that want to target that like hey i want this physique so i can be this character i really emulate this character i really love this character i want to look like that it's for people who want to do that anyone else i mean look at me i ain't into the physique stuff there's nothing wrong with that guys
0: we fuck with everybody here okay it's like if if you think that segment is going to be about hey you're a piece of shit if you're trying to cosplay a character and you don't look like them. Yeah, that ain't, that that's, ain't the, that's not, that ain't the that's not what it's going to be fucking about, guys. Like, yeah, they're we're just we're no,
1: tools that you can or cannot use. Entirely up to you. Yeah, like we're not about that life, bro. Like we we know exactly how it
0: how it is growing up in the '90s, where a lot of this stuff was. You know, we were, we were the to be deplorables. The yeah, it, yeah, we were the deplorables, right? You were. No, fuck all that. No,
1: fuck that shit, bro.
0: Yeah. I wore that shit on my sleeve.
1: I mean, wearing, like no matter what, I've, I've worn this shirt to work <laughs> in a professional environment. Professional environment meeting with people who make half a million to a million dollars a year, and I'm just like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah. Here's my Kirby shirt. Yeah, but
0: but yeah, to get back to the point is that we know exactly how it is to to be shunned, and so we we don't do any of that bullshit here, bro. Like we're like we like everybody. If you treat us well and you treat others well, like we fuck with you. Yeah. Uh, so that segment is not going to be like hey like you should look like this if you're in a cosplay like no like robert said but mm-hmm. the, the goal is to give you guys the tools to use so that if you did want to emulate your character if you wanted to be as true to the character as possible then you have the tools to fucking do that uh, and that's what that segment is, is 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 going to be about is to give you guys the tools when it comes to fitness when it comes to nutrition when it comes to health both physically, mentally, and emotionally, so that you can you can get the progress and you get the results that you want. That's going to be my main goal. I've been doing that. I've been I've been in the fitness industry for more than half a decade, um, so I know a thing or two about a thing or two. And uh, throughout my experience, I've learned how to transition people as easily into it as possible, so that they can get the results that they want. Because believe me, even now in 2022, there's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors. There
1: always will be. You know, there's a lot
0: of fat diets. There's a lot of like, yeah, lot of like pills and detox teas and all and that bullshit. Lot, especially
1: on social media, there's a lot of people faking it. There's so much Photoshop shit on there. They're like, oh, yeah. Or people who use other people's images entirely. Like, oh, yeah, look, I, did, I got this result in six months. And yeah. they're not even the same people in the photos. Yeah.
0: Yeah, precisely. So I know that people get lost in the sauce man you this like is how a we saucy manage, podcast we, managed, I, we were able to manage we might sauce, have to to work in the sauce yeah. in all three segments but people get lost in the sauce when it comes to fitness and nutrition because there's so much information out there so what i'm going to do for you guys is i'm going to tell you exactly like it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all but i'm going to give you options that may work for you so that you can filter out the bullshit. The same way that I want to give you guys a tool, tools to filter out those titles in the series that you may not want to invest time in when you're watching a show. Uh, so that's what that third segment is going to be, Fitness Fridays. Um, and who knows, maybe maybe we'll get Robert into fitness just yet. <laughs> <laughs> <Less> <laughs> uh So that's going to be, so that's the overarching... Um, premise of the show it's going to be three segments it's going to be all about anime everything is going to be tied up to, it's going to be tied back to anime because
1: that's you know that's that's what that's the what we core love element precisely um, it's what brings the podcast together it's what brings us together it's what brings us together
0: yeah oh the the subtitle for that segment is actually going to be fitness fridays jack like jojo star because everybody knows how jack
1: jojo the, the first three seasons yes <laughs> uh but the other ones are still you know fit is fit there's a variety of fitness yeah well okay so
0: now that we're we're through that i thought we'd actually do something fun we're gonna do a little a short q a here uh, so that you can get to know me and robert a little bit more Uh, so we came up with i think there's a total of five questions um dealing with things like how we got into anime in the first place Five uh so we could you know we we get to got we get to know um, you guys get to know us a little bit better yeah
1: where we're coming from in this podcast, mm-hmm. what our basis is where helps you give you some perspective yeah
0: so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with the first question. Uh, how did you get into anime, Robert?
1: Well, I got into anime originally in the mid 90s um, Golden era I was well, it was at the beginning yeah. of, the 80s was good 80s that's what good I think that was the build up to the golden mm-hmm. era. Uh, so the Silver Age golden era maybe mm-hmm. that sounds good. Mm-hmm. we'll go with that. But uh, it wasn't. Yeah. So rage all might. <laughs> but it it wasn't through conventional means. It was actually um, through my father, who made fun of anime and said anime was stupid. But he grew up watching. Um, He's like, stupid. Uh, Ultraman. T- <laughs> well, this is the. Ultraman. Ultraman. Damn. And uh, like wow. even, even so, my first like exposure to Japanese media in general was like Ultraman and Godzilla, obviously, and the kaiju flicks that go along with that. And what I also got into was Speed Racer, which my dad was also always go into Speed cars. Racer, go. Little did he know. How about Astro Boy? Astro Boy, I know of, but that's later on in life. But getting into it was Speed Racer. That's what started, which my dad introduced me to, not knowing that was anime. Granted, it was before anime was called anime, because I don't think that term really came into play until I think the 80s. Before ah. the I did not know this. Yeah, because was, Japanimation was a popular term, or Jap- Japanese animation. Clever. Otherwise, a lot of people... Yeah, otherwise people... I had some uh, older guy who's in his 70s, maybe, saw the stickers on my car. I was like, oh, and these are some of those Japanimation characters. And I, I was like, wow, I've heard that word in decades. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Speed Racer, uh, my dad showed me, and I loved it. I mean, because I love cars, and the overly expressive characters, and Chim Chim... And Oh man, it was oh, so... so You've you've had a you've had an interest in cars for a long since time. I was born, bro. Wow, okay. Since I was born. Yeah. Okay, so sorry, yeah. sorry, continue. Yeah. 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 So uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and that led into me once I discovered the fact that Speed Racer was in fact anime a few years later, that's when I started looking into more. So the late 90s, early 2000s mm with the shoddy dial-up internet. <laughs> uh, I started looking into it and looking on the really sketchy websites and u and all that. Actually, <gasps> oh, I think it was before I U-Torrent. I torrented a few series. Yeah, I think this was before yeah. u um, But uh, I found Neon Genesis Evangelion. I found Dude. Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Then uh, I, I think the first one that I was consciously aware of watching anime as animated, mm-hmm. I think it was Rurouni Kenshin.
0: Oh, bro. Wow, you just named off some somebody- of the goats right
1: there man. there's gonna be a lot of that we're gonna be goat drunk that yet. is wild man nge <laughs> yeah. kenshin yeah so that was ghost ghost my in the shell that was my base level starting point so the standards were pretty high right off the bat even yeah. though at that age i wasn't really comprehending most of that yeah. stuff because ghost in the shell is not as superficial as some of the shonen shit like yeah, i did had, i did watch dragon really Ball. Good. i saw some sailor moon but it was those that i really got mm-hmm. into uh how about you jay how'd you get in the anime,
0: bro? Uh, it was my parents too actually but like your dad my, my parents also loved uh, uh, loved anime not to the extent that that, that I like anime they but weren't full blown weebs no they were they were certainly not full blown weebs but they engaged in weeb wee, wee culture as well right they like to play video games they like to watch these quote unquote cartoons um, I'm originally from the Philippines guys and, um, and growing up my parents loved to watch the old school mecha animes Voltus 5 Daimos Mazinger Z uh, I don't think they really got into Gundam. I don't think Gundam was being aired in the in the Mobile, mobile Suit gu- Gundam. You guys are familiar with it. It's like I think Mobile Suit Gundam is the very first the mo- very first Gundam series. I don't know the order of them. I'm not yeah.
1: that well first.
0: Um, or it might not be. Who knows? But but you know they like they like. <laughs> I'm watching sure somebody the- knows. <laughs> yeah, uh, they liked watching a lot of the old school mecha animes, and that's that was my introduction into anime. It was V. Five, uh, and then. After Voltes 5, in the Philippines they have some anime, but it wasn't as big as it is now. Um, Philippines is a lot bigger in anime now than it was back then. Uh, dude, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh yeah, that was that was the show that really that really pulled me yeah. in. It was that
1: called really something else in the Philippines, wasn't
0: it? It was called something.
1: It was called Ghost
0: Fighter. Ghost Fighter in the Philippines. So the thing is, in the Philippines, I don't know how much they do it now, but back then, uh, the the C- <laughs> Because if you if you if you call it Yu Yu Hakusho in the Philippines, folks would just in general have a harder time pronouncing it. So not only did they have to change the title of the series, they also had to change the names. Um, it was so weird because. So talking about you, you have a show. It's called Ghost Fighter in the Philippines, and the main character Yusuke Urameshi, well, his name became Eugene, and I don't even know if they gave him a last name. I think it was just Eugene.
1: I mean, I don't give most of my characters in D and D last names, so yeah. fair enough. Don't ask, and I don't need it. Hei <laughs> uh, was Vincent, uh, Kurama was uh, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vincent I can see, but Dennis, Dennis, bro, he was Dennis. Is oh, and then
0: Coolbara was Alfred. <laughs> I forgot what Keiko was. Um, but Keiko's was also Jennifer. I think. I think Keiko is Jennifer. I, I might. Don't quote me on that. I know for sure the, the names of the first four, but uh, I I don't. I can't remember Keiko. I can't remember Botan. Oh. Um. Do you remember the, Do you remember his sensei's name? Use case. Chucky. Uh, Genkai. Genkai. Oh, oh Genkai. Yeah. Uh, he was a uh, oh she. Sorry. Genkai is a Genkai was a as a lady. <laughs> Dude, I remember when 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 we found out Genkai was actually a girl because we saw her in her young form.
1: It's mm-hmm. so, like, "Oh my God. <laughs> She was hot Choked a little bit there." Remember <laughs> it was a uh, yeah, coming back up.
0: Um but Genkai was a uh, Master Jeremiah. <laughs> and then um and then the demon lord's son was master Jericho it was, it was hilarious man the, the stuff that they translated yeah. into, into localization is an yeah, odd part of translations
1: mm-hmm. it can be funky yeah.
0: dude you wanna, you wanna hear a funny story about Yu Yu Hakusho yes so uh, back in the well, this was like when I was six years old in the Philippines growing up uh, and even back then in the 90s there was such a thing called fan service uh, there was a thing called uh, what what is it when people create their own stories out of the fan character? fiction fan fiction yeah. there was fan fiction, and there was shipping right oh yeah, oh man, that goes back um, i mean it 's not surprising, but damn yeah but uh so in in the Philippines, because the Uhhaka show was such a popular show, uh, they had these little trading cards they were called text right? you buy them for one peso for a pack, and there's like twenty in a pack, and you 'd get a lot of concept art from from the show itself, or either scenes from the show itself, right? And I remember this one, this this uh, one text card, right? It had a it had a picture of Hiei, and uh, Kurama. Hiei was on front of the card, and Kurama was behind him, and he had Kurama's uh, Kurama's arm was like draped over his uh, Hiei's um, neck. Like the buddy-buddy kind of... No, 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 no. So, like, like circling up from his neck and grabbing... Like headlock. His earlobe. He is earlobe. And so, me and my buddies were wondering back then. We were like, oh, we thought Kurama was a guy. But Kurama is very... I' gonna say? Androgynous? Androgynous. Androgynous. Uh, so, he had a... he Kurama has a lot of feminine characteristics. If you guys don't know Yu Yu Hakusho, look up the character and you'll see what I mean. Uh, so, we were like... Is, is Kurama just a girl in disguise? Like, he wears really, like, he wears long pants, he wears the, the, the long shirt. So maybe, maybe Kurama's disguising himself as a girl.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, es- especially in the 90s, uh, gender norms were a lot more binary, you mm-hmm. know, today. Mm-hmm. So the youth then, it was like, it was one of the other. So if you saw a guy wearing feminine clothing, you would start to rethink things like, what? You'd get confused, just yeah. like he's describing now.
0: Yeah, but so we were like, Oh well then then Kurama must be a girl. And and we, we convince that we convince ourselves that, or at least I because 'cause I'm like, well <laughs> well kinda Karama's like kinda cute and pretty. He must be a girl in disguise. <laughs> and then obviously you find out later on throughout the series that no, Karama is indeed a dude. A very pretty dude. Because do you there remember him in dudes? his uh in, in his uh wolf form, the lobo form?
1: Yeah. Dude. Vaguely.
0: Yeah. Like he, be, he was even more beautiful in that 4. I was like, what the... Bro! <laughs> ah, to be but uh, but yeah, uh, I am not ashamed to admit that I think Ram was probably my first anime waifu. But he <laughs> actually turned out to be Husbendo.
1: That's a fun story. I like a husband-o. that. Husbendo. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so yeah, that was... Uh,
0: I wanted to share that little story with you guys because... Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty funny. I think it's great. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's that's how I got into anime, and then when I moved here to the states, I got much more into it because my my best friend Ray, he was actually also very into anime, and he introduced me to my my then favorite series, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion.
1: Uh, he introduced you to what we now know today as depression and anxiety. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like we'll probably
1: break down NGE at some oh, I'm point. I'm sure we we'll doing a whole damn episode on. There's it.
0: there's a there's a very good reason why NGE is kind of heralded as one of the greatest series of all times. So if you guys have not watched it, I highly recommend it. It's a at its core, it's like a mecha. You know, on the surface, superficially, I would say it's a mecha. Superficially, anime, it's a mecha anime. Uh, but you go you peel back the layers and you really start to realize that this thing deals a lot with depression with anxiety yeah with um, trauma
1: and trauma. struggles with mental illnesses mm-hmm. and yeah. just the emotional states of people mm-hmm. in different situations yeah. and the relationships between people yeah, going yeah. through those different yep. Yep. Situations. relationships between like yeah. child
0: and parent, yeah. right? Would 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 uh, Gendo and, yeah. uh, and and they're and not Bikari. gonna yeah. be
1: healthy relationships mm-hmm. because just like real life, when people are messed up and they get in a relationship, it's usually gonna be a messed up relationship if they're not working on resolving things. And yeah. Neon Genesis is not about resolving things. Actually, yeah. that's not true. Yeah. Uh, not- I, I'll, I guess I'll spoil it because it's like thirty years old mm-hmm. now. Spoilers, guys. But uh, the ending of the initial series is uh acceptance.
0: Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. acceptance, yeah. A
1: lot of people were puzzled about it I remember in the early years, especially when I was younger, everybody's like I don't understand what happened there, but it was about Shinji being able to accept himself and that he can look out for himself and that it's worth caring about himself. Yeah. Uh so it does end in it well, depending on your context because the mental states of everybody is so fucked yeah. up in that The thing is,
0: a lot of people bag on Shinji and, and NGE is one of those series that the more you the, the more you watch it, the more layers get peeled back. Yeah. And the more you appreciate it. Because watching that get, shit. The more a,
1: life you experience and the more you look back at yes, it, it's the just more like, you can. Oh, I understand it. this now. Yeah. Wow. That's yes. rough.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh and, and NGE is one of those series. And because like when you're when you're young and you're watching it, you like the robots.
1: Yeah. When I was yeah, when I was a kid I didn't I didn't register any of that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was like in my twenties and watched it again that I was like, the fuck, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: This shit hits hard.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and Shinji, for as much as people bag on him, you know that there's that meme that goes around just getting the there's fucking so robot minions, Shinji. Yeah, right. And then then so many is people actually... are
1: like, oh, I don't get Shinji's problem. I would have gotten on the robot. But like, have you ever been neglected? Yeah. And used as a tool? Yes. And then the person who neglects you, and uses a tool, tells you to do something. You're not gonna want to do it. It's yes, not precisely. a positive association precisely. anymore. Yeah.
0: Shinji is actually one of the most well-written male leads in anime ever.
1: Painfully realistic. To somebody going through extremely that painfully because kind of yeah.
0: here, here's here's the thing, right? Uh, I'm, I'm, we're not going to go and get too too far into it, but Yet. I just want to I just want to give Shinji his flowers. Is that you, you know how pe- when people ask like why I, having a kid, for example, right? You know how hmm. people ask, well, why did that guy not step up to the plate and take his responsibilities as a dad, right? Like why is he deadbeat dad? And uh, I think. I think the the answer to that question is easy. It's because taking responsibility is fucking difficult. Yeah. Right? The most obvious thing to do is almost is almost always the easiest thing to do. Yeah. So the right question is why why doesn't why why doesn't somebody take on the responsibility? The question is why do they?
1: Yeah. Right? Because it's harder it's to do it difficult. than it is not to. Yeah.
0: yeah. So and that and that's Shinji, right? When when his dad is screaming at him, "Get in the fucking robot, Shinji." He's he's a 14-year-old kid. He just wants a relationship with his father, mm-hmm. and now his father asks him, "You, you get on this pilot because our other pilot can't sync well with the with the ava yeah. and and we might die, right? Is it third impact? Was third, impact, third impact trying to boy? Yeah, yeah they're they're third to impact. Avoid the
1: third impact. So all the responsibility. So now he's just throwing it all. The, oh, the whole world is on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And this kid's yeah. like, Why do I care about the world when you don't even care about me? Yeah. So yeah. it's and he
0: and, and he and he fucking got got in that robot. So it's like mm-hmm. he chose to do the, to do the hard thing. Yeah. So like i said right like we're gonna get this yeah, the, so that's let's save yeah. that these are the kinds of these are the kind of conversations that that we want to have with you guys and with each mm-hmm. other obviously yeah
1: and at some uh, point we're definitely going to be doing some uh, viewer input listener yes. input mm-hmm. uh definitely bring in some topics maybe some live q and a's in the future that'd be cool mm-hmm. uh but yeah
0: man that's that that's basically my intro into anime like yeah. it, it was my parents and then when i came here to the states it was my best friend that really pulled me into it and and you know it, after that it's it's history,
1: yeah. I'm 31 and I'm still going strong. Like I'm never gonna grow to shit. So now that you have that history, what are some of the ones that have stuck with you? What are your favorites? Oh, dude. Uh,
0: I, I think I've already geeked out enough about Togashi yeah. and Adachi here. Uh, so my favorite, my favorite shonen series of all time is a cross game. It's uh, oh. it's by Mitsuru Adachi. Uh, I highly it's a it's I highly recommend it. A, if I haven't said enough about Adachi, um, I don't know how much how much more I can I can I can say about him. But definitely check out Cross Game. Uh, Togashi Sensei is uh, one of my favorite authors of all time, second only to Adachi. Uh, so Hunter Hunter, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, I would say those are my, my, my top favorite series of all time. Uh, it would be Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, It would be Cross Game number one. Number two, I actually have a list here. Uh, it would it, it would be it would be uh, Cross Game and then number two spot would go to hunter hunter and then number three spot i would say would be a tie it's very difficult because it used to belong to nge but one punch man worked worked its way up there and then uh uh, my hero uh, academia bnha i don't know yet if jjk will have the depth of writing that
1: have you been following the manga
0: no i have not I've, yes. sta- I've started i, I will let I you start. know yes
1: okay okay yes
0: okay so so jjk might work its way up there but it's a tie between those three for my number okay. three spot. It would be NGE, BNHA, and, and One Punch Man because I think the quality of writing is, 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 there. Is, right. is there. How about you, bro?
1: All right. So mine, a lot of these come from the Golden Age. Um, the trio for me, I don't have a number assignment. I can't commit to that. Mm. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I can, bro. Yeah, I, I can. mean, Cowboy Bebop, yeah. I guess I would put at the top spot. Mm. Uh, but after that, everything's ambiguous. But Cowboy Bebop, Trigun, and Samurai Champloo are the trifecta for me. Damn! Yeah, right? What right? the heck? That is one hell list. Those three are mandatory, by the Bro. way. You have to watch yeah. them. Yeah, my um, goodness. And then it's Berserk, as far as manga goes, Berserk and Vagabond are big Dude, Vagabond is... Uh, thanks very, for the recommendation. Very philosophical, very well-written, very, impre- very interesting. it starts off, like, yeah. you look at it, like, oh, it's going to be, like, samurais and fighting. Nah, man, yeah. it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. Uh, but also... Uh, for comedies, Full Metal Panic and Gintama. Oh, dude, it's so fun! So See, that's fun. the
0: thing when you when, now when you're when you're branching out into comedies, I mm-hmm. think it, it makes it. So I would say, like, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna have comedy up there, I think Devil's a part timer. Uh, I still need is to watch that there. one. Devil's too. a part timer. The comedy there, it, it, it just hits every single note, bro. It hits every. I've single
1: heard nothing note. but good things about it. I do yeah. need to check that one out. Yeah,
0: it's 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 uh, because it's an isekai, but it's actually a meditation on the, uh, domestic song. partnerships.
1: Uh. <laughs> It
0: is fucking extremely well written, and uh, and yeah, the comedy just hits every single note for me, for me at least. But you know, it's it's uh, I, I know that it hits the notes for a lot of people too. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about that one, so I definitely need to
0: yeah get in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, and I would I would say runner up. I have a runner up, Parasite, the Maxim. That's comedy. No, 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 no. no. Um, Oh, I
1: was like, wait, that is a little dark.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it might be number four, Parasite the Maxim. Okay, yeah, that one is very good. Very, very good. Yeah, that one, uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, definitely highly recommend Parasite the Maxim. What I really like about it is because it kind of explores, you know, uh, what happens now when these creatures that come in, they were predators, but they're starting to develop a consciousness. Yeah. And so then well, are you, are they just predators now? Yeah. Or do you, do you have to treat them differently? It's,
1: it's, it's interesting because there's plenty of anime and manga and other stories about self-reflection on mm-hmm. humans and their existence, but and when another creature comes parasite. in and yes. then they're yeah. like, oh, hey, what's our role? Because humans can establish... We already have an established existence, but yes. when another creature comes in and they've mm-hmm. done nothing but hunt on instinct yeah. and now they're developing consciousness, yeah. what happens from there? Yeah, if you guys and, are familiar at all, you know, like, there's a lot of
0: stories about AI and robots like that where... Yeah. If if the AI I have is no so mouth and I must well, scream, yeah, but if like the AI is so well developed, what happens now when the AI starts forming something of a consciousness? Right now you have to now you have to battle with the fact that well, do we extend human rights to the AI because they now have a consciousness, mm-hmm. or are they still just machines? Yeah. Right. Parasite: The Maxim deals with a lot of a lot of those issues, Mm -hmm. which is why I think it's it's probably going to be one of my runner-ups.
1: Yeah, and it does it from both perspectives, both of that of the parasite
0: Mm -hmm. and the human. Yes, because from the parasite's perspective, it's like, well, this is my prey. Yes. Right. So we don't really think twice about eating Mm -hmm. our prey because we're just. It's, eating, just yeah. right? it's, it's just food right it's like that instinct
1: it's how we survive it's a natural yes cycle of life
0: yeah like you don't you don't you don't get mad at the lion for eating the gazelle right yeah. it's just what it's the lion like does it's yeah. just survival right so now it's yeah you're right yeah. it analyzes yeah. it both from the parasite's perspective and also the human perspective mm. too
1: and their interaction between the two is really yes really between niggy
0: um and i forgot his name i can't believe i forgot his name i um, can't
1: yeah. i'm so bad at remembering names at all but yeah. you know whose name I do remember? Mm. Violet Evergarden.
0: Oh, yes, Violet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, here You're, we go. Yeah, you yes, know, that's, that's a good segue into the third question. Uh, <laughs> waifus, man. Yes. You guys know this is going to come
1: up. This um, is going to come up, and I'm sure we'll debate it. We'll, we'll probably have some sh- mm-hmm. debates on waifus. Yes. But uh, if All you want right. to know my waifu, it's Violet Evergarden. Yeah. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. Hands down, she's phenomenal and she makes me cry in good and mm-hmm. bad ways <laughs> dude violet evergarden i've only seen the series once but my it, goodness it's hard to watch again because i know i'm gonna yeah. get teary-eyed all it, over it's again. hard to
0: watch a series like that where you know if you watch it you know it's gonna, it's just gonna hit you it's the emotional you investment yeah. yeah her
1: watching her growth was really it felt great yeah. and then of course she's beautiful yeah and a badass so that's cool mm-hmm. but yeah it was really just watching her grow as a person through that series was just really impactful yeah um, and see that's that's
0: another yeah. thing right it's like how much of an when when you when you get so attached to the character like you know it's a very well written character yeah because you're not gonna get attached to a character that's a very boilerplate surface level generic one dimensional type of character yeah. right like the, the, the and the thing about Violet
1: is that she's not human Right. She's a, she's an android. Well, I mean, she's, she's human. a human. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Can you... I, mean? she, uh, yeah. I think you're getting confused because the auto-memory stall is like mm-hmm. her role, but yes. she is like a person. Oh, okay, right. okay, okay. I thought those That's was artificial... Okay, nah.
0: gotcha, gotcha,
1: gotcha. I mean, she also has robot arms because she got arms ripped off in war. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Spoiler, okay. I guess. It's like in the first half of the episode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some people consider like everything. Yeah, spoilers. we're gonna we're gonna we're know. gonna have
0: to we're gonna have to put spoilers in every single one of the episodes because
1: actually that's kind of a this is off topic but what do you what time frame do you think is appropriate for spoiler warnings? Uh, explain time frame. So for example, I consider like you should put a spoiler warning before something recent, but something that's been out for like twenty years, I don't oh, think you should have a spoiler warning for. But I've seen fair. people be like, hey, you should put a spoiler warning for them. Like, bro, it, it ended like yeah, twenty years that's ago. That's fair. That's fair. How should I? Like so, where do you draw the line of Yeah, we should put a warning here, and no, it's been out long yeah, enough. That, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I mean, we could save that for a epic topic. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's what we'll do because that could be a discussion. Yeah, for sure. So, is it just Violet? Do you have Violet's that? my number one? I have a couple other ones. Like zero two is a very superficial one. Um, Why are you okay? Like we're, we're definitely going to have to. It's discuss a superficial. This it's like, superficial. Uh, There's no much depth people, to that as one. Much as, like, as much as people, look okay, Darling so, in
0: the Franks, bro. So, darling
1: in the Franks is not. No, it, darling it. in the Franks is not it. But zero two is okay. All right, all right. You There's just a like the look. You just like the look. Yes, that's why I said it's superficial.
0: Fair, fair, fair. fair. And
1: I will never say anything more than that. There's nothing mm. deeper behind that. It's yeah. just like, damn, she's hot. Yeah. Let's go, with Dino girl. <laughs> it's funny because it's like I hear people all the time where it's like they like, uh, when when they hype up Darling and the Franks. That's why I never say Darling and the Franks. I just say zero two. Zero like, two is the only relevant compo- I'm component. I'm like Franks
0: is if you want to talk about that... if you want to talk about a show that mistreats like their female characters. Franks is. <laughs>
1: Another topic and another discussion. Yes, yes. Yeah, we we got plenty of content for these episodes. We'll mm-hmm. keep them coming, don't you worry. So
0: zero two is the runner up.
1: W- Anybody else? I uh, wouldn't call her runner up so much as just there. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I, should try, I should try. I should try to think of a third because there's like violet here, mm-hmm. zero two there. <laughs> the yes, yes. So what has your heart? And what has your what has my who has my mind? Yes. I'm, I'm gonna have to say major. Really, multiple Kusanagi. Yeah. Okay. All in, oh, oh. Kusanagi. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, it's, is it Motoko Kusanagi? I believe so, unless I'm mixing it up with a. Uh, okay. 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 Masaru. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. like, the Masaru. Oh, Masaru Kusanagi. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I am mixing them. I am. Okay. I do that all the time. Because okay, when I, you
0: say major, it's like it, Motoko it is, is the Motoko, person yeah. That, yeah, the person I, that comes to my hat. Now we have, have, have to look it, it up, up because I always mix it up. Give us a second, guys. We're actually gonna. Because Real time, find a, out I'm if a it's,
1: horrible weeb.
0: Yeah, if it's um, if Gusenagi is. Um,
1: it's not. I'm, sh- I'm sure I got it backwards. Yeah. No, I was right. Oh. I'm, okay, okay, I'm not a bad
0: husband. Okay. It is. It is okay, indeed multiple. Kus- okay, it is. It is. Yeah, because I'm like major. Man, it's, like, was, it's not Masato. Major is is,
1: is major. It depends on multico. which yeah. series of Ghost in the Shell you're watching. Which one you hear more mm. often. But yeah. yeah. See, so yeah, I put major. Okay. Here, yeah. Violet. Hey, she is 13. a badass. Yeah. yeah and she's intelligent she thinks ahead she thinks about the people around her mm-hmm. and Ghost in the Shell is a deeper series than Oh Darling in yeah. the Franks could that's ever be yeah
0: exactly <laughs> Darling in the Franks is one of those things that you watch because of the fan service it is pure unadulterated fan service yeah. when I saw how they positioned themselves oh in, their, in the, in the damn cockpit that's just how
1: they sit in cockpit I was like bro
0: come on man they're, they're like you, you couldn't have been more like it's, it's, it's blatant just, yeah it's just blatant that's what it is yeah yeah um so, so that's it. One, I, two,
1: I'm, I'm assuming you got one here on the table already for you. Oh, list. actually, you
0: know what? All right, guys. You know, as much as I, as much as I love Toga. Oh, no. Toga is actually. I like Toga because i I'm, I gravitate towards the like the crazy ass female the characters. The race I like the race man. I like the race. That's why, despite unpopular opinion, I am actually I like Mommy in um, uh, Rent a Girlfriend.
1: Oh. She is the least
0: favorite out of the girls and rent a girlfriend. And I actually like. I've only seen
1: name. like three episodes. and I don't remember who's who. So yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I, I like the Yanderes, um, but there, it's funny. We were talking about this the other day. There's actually a pattern with my waifus, right? It was it was Ayanami, mm-hmm. Ayanami. Oh boy, uh, healthy. And then two of my other waifus uh, that are really they're really they're really like. Uh, from the same uh, same author Seo Koji and if you guys are familiar with Seo Koji's work uh, Fuka you're very familiar yeah. with Fuka,
1: Fuka.
0: Uh, so Fuka um, Suzuka which is another you know, same Suzuka. name Suzuka yeah.
1: uh, in the same universe yes and
0: then he also wrote uh, A Town Where You Live Kimimachi is a shorthand I think I think the long hand is Kimi no Iromachi, a town where you live, but it's also known as the town where you rage because if you guys know anything about Koji sensei, he has a he has a talent for pissing his audience the fuck off because the relationships that Koji creates it's like you want to talk about toxic relationships. This guy is the number one guy for writing toxic relationships oh, and 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 you watch his characters interact with each other and you're just beating your you're just like beating yourself over the head and like want to smash a screen because he's like, "Bro, it's pissing me off how they're treating each other, but I can't stop watching it." Man, it's like a fucking telenovela. I mean, yeah. It, it, it
1: is. Yeah, it is. he's well known for that, bro. He is like he is he's well known in the industry. because I remember Pitching when people I was off. watching Suzuka I was just like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. why and yeah. it wasn't in the bad way what the fuck is yeah. this but it was because I stuck to it I was like I have to see this through but man did it hurt
0: um, but yeah but my number one is uh, uh, Alba from a Cross Game, which obviously I'm coincidentally from my favorite anime series of all time. But I if you wonder guys recognize- if one
1: has to do with the other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I it's just I think I, it, it's funny because there's a pattern. When I when I wrote mine down, I was like, there's a pattern here. There, are girls with short hair. Three of them have blue hair. <laughs> Three of them have blue hair. Yeah, Fuga,
1: Suzuka, and Ray all blue mm-hmm. hair and Ray and, uh, all have blue hair.
0: And then uh, Alba's the only outlier. Al- uh, Alba's a brunette, or it might, it might just be black.
1: See, oh. I have purple, blonde, and pink, yeah. so I've spread it out. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like the tomboyish, kind of sporty. Like
1: That's the characters that I gravitate towards, too. So I'm, I have a diversity in mine.
0: Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, but uh, it would. my number one spot would definitely have to go to, to Alba. Alba. Uh, all right, number four. Favorite opening and favorite ending oh
1: man so i don't have a singular favorite opening or ending mm-hmm. but i do have some highlights mm-hmm. uh, of course tank from kaboobie bro even people yes. who don't like jazz mm-hmm. fucking jam yeah. that shit. uh the opening to watamote a cringe as show that hits a little too hard for social anxiety guys watamote
0: is dude if you it's want to talk better than
1: it, it yeah. should be yeah. <laughs> it's better than it has any right to be dude but watamote... the opening fire absolute yeah. fire mm-hmm. um one of my favorite endings. I really like Lithium Flower from Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. I think it was from the um, Standalone Complex. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, Standalone yeah. Complex. Yeah. Uh, and then Bleach and Full Metal both have bangers across oh, the dude. board. Uh, asterisk. So many bangers. Right, asterisk. So, both of both of those series probably have the most consistent bangers. Which here. one's your favorite? Full Metal OP. Full Metal. There's there's a lot, but uh, I don't even know, man. That's why I just left it in general because mm-hmm. I was like, there's a lot of them picking one. You ready, steady, go
0: for sure. Rewrite. That's a dope. For sure. Those are. Um, I think it's
1: called Yui. I think it's Yui called, is the artist. Yeah. Again, oh, is okay. the track. Okay. Again, is yeah. the track. Yeah.
0: yeah. Again, is one of my favorite yeah. tracks. From
1: I there. think that's one that everybody, like even people mm-hmm. who aren't familiar with Full Metal, probably yes. heard that one. Uh, yeah. And then recently, Lost in Paradise with Jujutsu Kaisen. I think that was a banger. There you go. Yeah. So as far as modern stuff goes, I'm gonna have to give it to Jujutsu Kaisen yeah. for a couple of bangers.
0: bro. Yeah.
1: But yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there. Those are just some of my highlights. There's so many cool tracks. What are some of the cool tracks you've come across? Bro,
0: I've got to give it up I give it up. My favorite opening of all time is Cruel Angel's Thesis. Classic, NGE, bro. It's like you can't go wrong. Dude, every single time I only I only didn't say
1: it because somebody else was definitely going to
0: say <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's just it's just so hype. I have every if I'm down i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to cruel angels thesis man and if i need to hit more a balance? heart set in the gym oh man yeah, i'm gonna i'm listening to cruel angels Brutal. Thesis. yeah and uh as far as ending they're actually i have two favorite ending theme songs both from the same show uh food wars shokugeki no soma uh a spice it's funny bro my last powerlifting meet my last fucking deadlift attempt i was rocking out to spice
1: that's amazing that is fantastic
0: <laughs> yeah it was it was because like my like my so my my buddies know me that I'm, I'm i'm a very calm lifter like a lot of
1: lifters are very
0: aggressive especially when they're competing yeah um when they have to hit the platform but i'm a very calm lifter like if my heart rate is elevated i can't perform to the best of my abilities uh, but man Third attempt deadlift I put spice on And I was like I was jumping all over the place man And then second one Is uh, also from Like I said From Food Wars uh, I forgot which one came first I think spice was the second one And then Satchan no sexy curry <laughs> really fun is curry song.
1: sexy curry
0: sexy I love, I love curry man. I don't think I've ever actually had curry really we've got to we've got to take you to a good curry spot there's a I few mean good I don't like spicy foods here.
1: usually so that's part of why so
0: the thing with a good curry spot is you can ask for the mild version mm-hmm. uh, so you can always ask for mild non spicy and, and not all curry spicy <laughs> yeah it's just a
1: stereotype because I don't know anybody.
0: yeah we've got to take you there's actually a really good curry spot here probably the best curry spot I've ever been to it's Damn. here in, in Tempe it's called um curry corner
1: curry. yeah they're a little hole in the wall mom and pop shop and uh, dude some of them hole in the walls yeah. bro if you're ever in a, town, like a hole from, like if you're ever traveling in a town you're not familiar with <laughs> you just missed it you want to stay away from glory holes. <laughs> i didn't miss it i did not miss Peep it. you want to stay away from glory holes <laughs> but if you look for just the mom pa restaurant it looks like a rundown cheaper building that's yeah. probably the best food in town
0: yeah yeah for sure uh but we got to take you to a good good curry space uh Curry spot, curry corner for sure. I mean, are you I mean bro you like anime man?
1: Like Japanese folks love curry. Just because I like anime and I'm weeb doesn't mean I have to indulge in all of Japanese culture. Yeah. I'm not that far in. I'm not a full on weeb. How <laughs> do you get a one hundred percent completion rate, man? I don't th- have I ever hundred percent completed <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even completed most anime. I stopped in like the last two episodes and I'm same. like same. I'm so bad and I'm like oh I don't want it to end yet I'll catch I'll catch the last yeah. episode in a couple of days and then I never go back to it well I mean ever I, I would say I do
0: too but I have a three episode rule it's like if if, if the if, if, the plot and the characters not hook me within the first three episodes it's a pass
1: well I mean like when I'm at the end of the series and I have oh, like, one or two episodes okay. left I'm okay. talking about yeah I gotcha because got I'm like oh I don't want it to end yet I've been binging it yeah. I want it to last so I'll save it for like another day and I, I never you. go back to it okay all right, um, that's fair. That's fair. It but sucks. We still got to take it to a curry spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm so, I'm open to try it. Just like I said, I haven't even had it, so. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Last question. This one's actually I love I love this one. Uh, what is your favorite anime related memory, Robert?
1: <laughs> Man, that's I thought about it a little bit, and I gave up on it because honestly, it's such a hard question. You because, have least. Well, I I have a little bit, but I mean, just picking something was so hard because there's a million of them. I mean, especially after I started going to like cosplay conventions and stuff. Because those are all anime-related things, Mm -hmm. and I've had such a good time at so many conventions. I've made so many friends. I've gotten into photography and everything because of it. Um, Well, I did not notice, so you – Yeah, I mean I started off just taking pictures at Cars and Coffee, and then I went to a con for the first time about the same time I got a camera. And I took a couple pictures there in the hall, and it was so fun shooting cosplayers. Because, like, it's fun shooting cars. They look pretty, Mm -hmm. but they don't react. They don't react. They're they're just there. But when you show, like, a cosplayer their photo, and they're like, oh, my God. And then these keyboard mashed letters at you, that feeling is – it's a special feeling. Mm. So, I mean, right there is a memory there. But more specifically, I met uh, Steve Bloom once. Oh. Uh, Yeah, super cool guy. Uh, We were talking – For those that don't know, can you please – If you don't know, you're not a weeb. (laughs) Like, I know that's harsh, but he's the most prolific voice actor in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, Guinness Book of World Records straight up. Um, So yeah, Spike Spiegel, this is obviously his biggest role, but you've probably, almost anything you've seen, you've probably heard him somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's been in a lot of games, movies, shows, a lot of things. And
0: for the the young boys, Spike Spiegel is the main character of Cowboy Bebop.
1: Man, either I'm really old or the weeb generation of today is just not what I thought it was. Bro, I'm being hey. a little judgmental. I'm not going to lie. Well,
0: we're going to educate you but, on how to become proper weebs. But yeah, this
1: will be educational then. Just if you call yourself
0: work. a weeb because you've won to a conventional ones and you watch Naruto and One Piece and Bleach and Fairy tale. We're about to up your game. Mm, You're going to level up your up. game.
1: But uh, yeah, so I met him we were talking a little bit. And we discussed a couple of his roles, and I mentioned uh, scride or Scriad, if you want to pronounce it with the bro, hyphens. you know how many people know about Like two, and like 2 yeah. I'm one of them. Yeah, and Steve Bloom is one of them, because yeah. I mentioned it, and he immediately, without any pause or hesitation, did a shell bullet line mm. for me. <laughs> no prompt whatsoever. He just got a smile on his face when I mentioned it, and did the shell bullet. And I was like, bro. And I was like, not only do you remember this thing from 20 years ago that nobody ever talks about, because everybody's obviously asking, mm-hmm. bang. bang, right? Yeah. Is always, with, I think he actually has the tattoo of the voice line of Ben. Nice. It's the like sound waves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and he did that, and I was just like, "Dude, this is so cool." Just unprompted, he did this voice line of a show I liked, and we had like this cool moment together. Yeah. And he was just so upbeat. His attitude was so great, and yeah. I loved that.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know who who I would love to meet? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched G Gundam.
1: I don't remember which. I've watched two or three different. Oh games, my
0: gosh! Ones. Uh, so in, in 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 the series, uh, the English voice actor who I actually don't know the name of, uh, one of his uh, finishing moves is called "Shining Finger." <laughs> <laughs> so every time he
1: uses it, he yells it out: "Shining Finger!" That's an unspoken rule. Yes, to use any powerful move, you have to shout the name of the move first. <laughs> and I'm like, is, is that
0: supposed to be like some kind of sexual innuendo? But.
1: I just, it's probably just an odd it's, translation
0: it's fun some, to things, say.
1: Yeah, some things in Japanese they're just like wow this is really cool but then in America we have different meanings or different insinuations of mm. words and we're like wow bro this is a little messed up but they, not everybody like from one language to another knows that mm. and then there's also translations where people intentionally are like I'm going to slip this in here because you know human yeah. beings we, we fuck off <laughs> it's funny that you say
0: that because Mazinger Z one of the robots moves is called breast fire
1: it literally translates to breast fire <laughs> Now I'm having fucking thoughts. I'll take a sip of my Chalky Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just have some Breastfire real quick. Yeah, it's called Breastfire.
0: Oh, it's hilarious. Um, I, I, I like that. That's a, that's, that's a cool memory, man. Yeah. yeah. Especially to meet somebody who's been in the industry forever and, and who's made such an impact. Especially here in the West, bro. Yeah. You know, he's so huge. Oh, well, he yeah. I
1: mean, tsunami. The voice of Tsunami. If mm-hmm. you can watch voice tsunami, tsunami, that's him. the voice yeah. of tsunami. Yeah, if, if he didn't connect, um, what was his name? Which one? Do you remember the tsunami robot's name? Oh, I do not. Yeah, but uh, another yeah. voice actor I actually met had a fun memory with. It was the voice actress of Asuka, the Japanese the oh. original voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually, like the the English VA Asuka, I think. Yeah, she's, I do I think too. She's fantastic. But uh, I met the Japanese VA, mm. and it was at the time I was actually studying Japanese mm. pretty consistently, so I was able to make like basic conversation and stuff. And then when I went to one of her panels and she was speaking, the translator was talking in place of her, obviously. Yeah. And. Uh, she started getting like really excited about the subject she was talking on, so she was speaking faster and the translator was kinda of starting to hesitate and I heard the um I can't remember her name, the voice actress the Seiyu for Asuka that makes me feel bad. Oh, that's the word Seiyu, yeah. Seyu, yeah. yeah. But she turned and uh in Jap- she was like, Oh hey, are you okay in Japanese? And so I started laughing before it was translated. And like when I was laughing, people like looked at me like, Why are you laughing? And then the translator said, Oh, it. she just asked me if it was okay because I couldn't keep up. Yeah. And then everybody else laughed and I was like I'm ahead of the game, yay! Wow. But I haven't studied Japanese like four or five years, so yeah. I don't know shit now.
0: Yeah, I gave up when my sensei was like, "All right, time to learn kanji," and I was like, "Yeah, kanji's rough." You mean I gotta get each stroke just right, or else you mark me in
1: down? the correct direction? In the correct direction and like correct even order. if you get the strokes right, you have to do it in the right direction yeah. in order. Like, yeah. god damn, so, uh, some of these characters have like twenty plus strokes. It's like, yeah. so
0: my respect to anybody who engages in, um, what, what is it called? Japanese? No, 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 no. The um,
1: Hongo?
0: no, no, no. It, there's a there's a profession, right? Where you're profession. Oh,
1: script, calligraphy.
0: Calligraphy. There yeah. you go. Um,
1: really, props to anybody who. That's true. It did who, give me a yeah. better appreciation for that. Yeah,
0: because because writing. If you if you think if you think just learning the kanji is difficult, imagine having to write it properly. It it's. It is extremely, extremely difficult. Language is already difficult enough, especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to learn it when you're a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, so anybody who who has the patience and the tenacity to stick with a language like Japanese and learning yeah. uh, kanji, like props to you guys because that's not an easy
1: language to learn. Yeah, the structure is completely different than English. The, yes. The mm-hmm. number system is different than English. Like there's like nothing that directly... Tra- you can't directly translate English and yeah. Japanese. Uh, it has to be literally interpreted, not literally translated hmm. um, Yeah. so how about you what kind of oh, fancy man. memories you this, got
0: uh, this one really st- stuck out to me it's the one that always comes up in my head whenever I think what's my favorite memory or, or, or just the most profound memory that I, that I have when it comes to anime uh, when I was younger this was back when I was living in Jersey still and uh, yeah, I used to live in Jersey City, New Jersey. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I made a lot of good memories there. Met my best friend there. Met my my first mentor there. Uh, and uh, so I, I don't have. You know, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bag on it bag a bag on it too much. But uh, when I was younger, when I was still in Jersey, I, I was a, I was a much bigger fan of Pokemon than I am now. I'm still a big Pokemon fan, but I stopped oh, you're playing using after, Smash Up. Yeah, yeah, critters <laughs> and Smash Up. Yeah. Uh, but um, I stopped playing after the fifth gen. Uh, but I'm still a big fan of Pokemon. But back then, I was a huge Pokemon fan, huge Yu-Gi-Oh! fan. And my room was all Pokemon. Merchandise, posters, clothing, uh, the cards, uh, you name it, you name it, I had it. And uh, I think this was when I was in my early teens. So I was already, I believe, I was, e- I was either in eighth grade or about to enter high school. Or I was already in high school. And my mom came into my room, and she saw all this Pokemon merchandise. And she she told me... Hey, aren't you worried that or, or something along the lines of I can't remember exactly what she said but it was something along the lines of haven't you outgrown this already or like aren't you worried that you're ever gonna outgrow this and I straight up I like I didn't even I didn't even like, like acknowledge that she was in the room I was like ma I'm never gonna outgrow this I'm always going to love this no matter what and here we are I'm 31 years old and I still fucking love it Hosting and my a love, damn
1: podcast about it
0: yes and my love for it has just like has just it's, it's become more profound Right. so like you said doing a podcast about it mm-hmm. uh, if you guys if, if you guys would would come to our house you'd know immediately as soon as you walk into do, in the door even before you got in the door there's an attache floor mat. yeah this is a weeb house <laughs> right we have we have uh, one of my favorite pieces of, of artwork I have a recreation of the last supper over our dinner table and it's all of the shonen heroes it's that's how much of a fan we are magnificent yeah it's just pretty damn cool uh, but yeah man that's uh, my favorite anime memory and I think that I think that wraps it up pretty pretty nicely for our first uh, for our pilot episode yeah. yeah I
1: mean we were able to get through the subject matter the future mm-hmm. episodes we were able to get through a little bit about us yeah and we went off in a few tangents that would give you a taste of future episodes mm-hmm. so.
0: yeah uh, so we, we we really hope that you guys enjoyed that and we are very excited to share more of this with you because you know, we love we love the culture we love the medium uh we take it very seriously and we enjoy it a lot and we want to share it with as much people as possible i always joke with folks i've never met a person who liked anime that i didn't like like you're a good I person have. if you live I, I, I have <laughs> i've been in the community a yeah. little too involved yeah yeah uh, but yeah, man, we uh, we we look forward to giving guys more episodes uh, and to sharing a lot more anime and manga and just the culture and the industry in general as a whole.
1: Yeah, doing the deep mm-hmm. dives is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to give a lot of really insightful information. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely go into a lot of topics about like the convention yes. and cosplay communities mm-hmm. and anything tangential to anime. Yep. we're gonna we're gonna hit it all. Yeah,
0: we're gonna hit every single one of it, and we're gonna bring in other people to, oh, for know, sure. to come and talk to you guys about it. We're gonna have guests. Like I said, the the, the community here in Arizona is massive. Uh, so I don't think. Uh, I don't think we'll have we'll have any trouble finding people to who wants to come on and talk about their favorite
1: shows Here their wife who is their
0: husband toes all that stuff you
1: know and with the digital age we always have call-ins so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah precisely for sure alright guys so once again thank you for tuning in Uh, if you guys want to follow us on social media I am at agent underscore J-S-C-H-R-O-T-H that's probably going to change sometime soon to reflect the weeb the people Uh, but that's where you can find me uh, Robert, working the uh, working the people's when we're working with the Weebles, should we call them the, the Weebles?
1: Weebles? Do you want to be our Weebles? Mm. Tell us, and right. a poll will probably start right. So
0: time. could you tell the Weebles where to find you? This is fun, Weebles. That's cute. I just thought of that. I like it. I, with my with my tiny brain here.
1: Hey, a couple <laughs> brain cells is all you need
0: sometimes. Yes, so I, I, I think say? I just used one for that. It's
1: efficient. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was being used to breathe efficient <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so I'm currently only on Instagram uh, at cars underscore and underscore cosplay I may add a the, in the beginning of that to mm. really stand out from the other cars and cosplays yes oh there are others mm. at guys. least one of them follows me I mean it's cool I love seeing more of it okay yeah I think it's cool All right. I'm not so insecure that I think <laughs> what I do is what makes me me mm-hmm. uh, I feel like if other people do it that just adds to the community mm. It doesn't sure. prevent me from that's being a good, good, that's a good at uh, It's it. a good outlook. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, guys. Well, on that note, uh, thank, once again, thank you so much for
1: joining us. And yeah, we will see you next time. I cannot wait to see you again.